welcome to the friendly Aussie welcome podcast. Welcome to the friendly Aussie podcast. Oh man, oh man, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. Uh, oh, are, are, are we a meter and a half away? Like, uh, are we good? Are we let, good? Let me let me move back a bit. Yep, yep. Um, we're good. Okay, we're good. We're good. 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 All right. Move this forward a bit. Oh, right. yep, yep. Let's get the fuck away. Okay, good. I think I think we're doing things legally now. Um, so today we are here with G. G. Hello. Oh, we got another lady on. It's been a Hi. while. Who was the last a one? Lady. Jenny. Jenny, Jenny was the last one. Yep, yep. Strong, independent woman, Jenny Hallam. Yeah, and then we had the yes. Her Highness girl, so we need to bring a little more equality in. Yep. And uh, what better it's, way it's, than with G? It's nice to know that I'm being brought in just to tick a box. It yep. really feels yep. good as a woman. Doesn't it? We get it all the time. I love it. Yeah. Token, token, <laughs> token lady. Uh, sovereign. Well, listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> it's just we get hit up by more men. Like, what do you want us to do? I can relate to that. <laughs> oh, that's awkward. There's a lot of men in the in the cannabis space, actually. There it's is. It's got to be said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of male domination. I think there is a lot of chicks, too. They're just it's really true. more hiding. Like, they hide more than the dudes. <laughs> they don't get involved in the social Well, there's a chance that they're mums, and if they're mums, they don't really want that out there, necessarily. True. Additionally, I guess there's the... Not all, but There's like, the case that a lot of things that the, the cannabis, like events, for instance, can mm. be kind of blokey sometimes. So That's mm. true. They're very... Yeah. Mm. Safety know. in numbers, ladies. Listen. It's a sad thing to I'll say. I'll explain but, you know. why that is. I've got a quick one uh, for you. Yeah. Ready? The reason men love cannabis more than women... <laughs> It's <laughs> purely because cannabis is a female plant. So, therefore, oh the man God. loves the woman. Like, <laughs> How do you explain the, the gay cannabis love? Huh? Oh, like, uh, there's plenty of it. No. Gee. He's going to open a can of worms that you guys Gee, don't want. Are you a lesbian for cannabis? <laughs> Listen. Yes. See? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. That's... That's all. No uh, comment. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm going to go. Bye. Bye. Taking your drink with you. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thanks for having me. Uh, all right. So uh, today we've brought G on the podcast. Why? Because she is someone who's only just recently experienced cannabis in all its glory. Yes. As of like six months ago. Yep. So a newbie. I know. I'm a little baby. She, she She's fresh to this scene. A little baby smoker. And... For me, it's pretty interesting because when you have someone so fresh and you are how old? 27, eh? 27. We're not going to say I'm 28 yet. Thank you. Yeah, not yet. It might be 28 Probably by the 28 time this comes out, yeah. though. <laughs> that's a great age to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually the smartest age. After 25 is like what like the science is. my brain is fully formed as a human being, so. Oh, God, why? I know. All of my habits are set in stone now. There's no breaking Do them. you think you've reached <sighs> your final form, though? <laughs> Um, <laughs> does anyone ever reach their final form though? What? No. 9,000? Yeah. No, Goku was just lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit, bro. Uh, but six months. But before the mm. six months, what were your experiences with cannabis? So my first time getting high, it was, I believe, oh, I think from what I can remember, it was when I was in high school. And wow. I went to... Yeah, so like year 12 or something like that. So I went to a mate's place and they had someone come over and they're like, oh, you know, like their old mate Mm -hmm. came over and whatever. And I said it was my first time and they were like, oh, you know, just be careful. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we ended up going up to my mate's room and just punching some cones as they say. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, fucking high school is punching cones. Punching cones with the old Gatorade bottle and a bit of hose. Ooh, it had um, the hose. It had the hose. Yep. Got to be authentic. Green. 
Hey. Green? Of course. Yeah? Um, oh, who are you taking for? <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen some orange cones lately. Oh, it's true. Some orange mm. hoses, sorry. Yeah. It's just, they're around. So, yeah, we went, up, we went upstairs and like hotboxed his room with a couple of other friends. And I just remember feeling, I was like, I, co- I mean, I coughed my guts up, obviously, um, even though I was a bit naughty and smoking cigarettes at the time as well. <gasps> but She you know. was already a delinquent. I know. Um, Your mother would be so Yeah, bad. and I just remember we were sitting and watching TV and I was like, I felt like I couldn't move. And I could feel, the way I would, just, it was a hot afternoon, so we had the ceiling fan on and I could feel each individual hair on my arm moving and i was like what is going on here (laughs) yeah so i mean we had pizza and everything and then i you know sprayed deodorant all over myself before mum came and (laughs) you know oh no we had a deodorant fight because we're just crazy teenagers and Ah. yeah and then i just went to bed so that was my kind of first experience but I didn't, I wasn't that much of a fan because it did kind of make me a bit stressed. Yeah, it would have and been then, Yeah, and then any time after that, I smoked with my friend. It was like, you know, having cones and everything. Um, and I just got really, like, anxious. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have a good time and get giggly and everything. But then, you know, five, ten minutes later, I'd be like, okay, I'm done with this feeling now. I want it to go away. And Yeah, right. Yeah. So, it, it wasn't a good time for me, especially one night. I came home after having some drinks with friends and they had a joint and we were like, okay, well, you know, we'll have a go at it. And me, once I have some alcohol, I don't know when to stop. Like, <laughs> Oh, so you were drinking at the same time? I was nice. drinking at the same time. See, alcohol and cannabis have a really interesting interaction where especially people say, um, grass before beer, you're in the clear. Mm. Beer before grass, you're on your ass. Yeah. There's a scientific, there's a kind of interaction that happens on the physiological level. Yeah. But if you have a lot of alcohol and then you try to just smoke some weed, you'll you'll get completely fucked and you'll end up probably throwing up. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Like just throwing up everywhere. Is that what good. happened? No. So we went down to the cricket pitch in a park and was sitting in the nets, passing around a joint. And then I literally was just couch bound. Once we got home, I was couch bound. I couldn't move. I had tears streaming from my face. And I was Uh like, I can't stop any of this. I was texting my boyfriend at the time, his mate, because he smoked weed (laughs) and only just like started in a relationship. And I was like, hey, um, like, what do you, how do you know if somebody's greened out? Or like, what do you do if somebody's greened out? Like Uh asking for a friend. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so and then and then a cat attacked me. Actually, I was laying on the couch and my hair was falling down. The cat jumped up on me and attacked me and mm. Yeah, so I mean, I didn't like have a whole ordeal. It was a whole thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't have like the best experience, quote unquote, growing up around people who smoked cannabis. So, I was like, you know what? It's just not for me and Do that's you think- okay. It was because you had some very stressful experiences oh, while absolutely. they were happening? Or? Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Because I was having panic attacks and all of that. And at the time I didn't realise that I had a problem with <coughs> like anxiety and everything. And maybe I just needed to find my strain. Yeah. So. yeah. I hear that. Like actually 100% um, when you're anxious, when you're an anxious being, sometimes the awareness of your own anxiety can be enough for you to make some very important rational decisions yeah. around what you're going to do in those contexts. Yeah. Um, it's like a management of your own anxiety. Yeah, 100%. Own. And I didn't know 
at the time that I had issues with anxiety. So when I was feeling all of these feelings that came up, depending on what I was smoking, you know, PGRs, strains, whatever, um, then I wouldn't really know. Mm. So, But it's interesting. She's now back. She's back to the cannabis. She's, she's, yeah. she's found a new love. Yeah. You, you've just told us you're a lesbian for cannabis. There's a love there now. There is. Uh-oh. What's happened? What's changed? <laughs> How did this happen? What? How? Why? Where? Tell me. Um, so I started dating a new person. Oh, yeah? And basically... He who shall not be named. He who shall not be named. Oh. Voldemort. He's definitely a fuckwit then. <laughs> Hasn't got a nose. Nah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I started dating somebody who's quite in the cannabis scene. Ooh. And um, he's a mystery man. Yeah. Oh, mystery. like 007, yeah. really. To yeah, kind of <laughs> oh. like a secret agent. A yeah. secret agent. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a badass. <laughs> You're an you idiot. could say that. You could say that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And so uh, he he smoked like every day, and I was like, oh, you know, um, not really my thing. And like he'd always offer and go, oh, I've like. I've just got this one now and all of that. Do you want to try it? Do you want to smell it? And I was like, you know what? They all smell and taste and all of that the same. <gasps> That's disgusting. Sacrilege. Keep it away from me. I don't want anything to do with it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and he even would like would be vaping. So it wasn't like the, the harsh th- smell that you get from no bones and joints and everything. It was no just... Bongs. Sounds like a good man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we get it. It's you. Shut up. <laughs> That was so organic. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Joseph. Yeah. Very He's happy sitting there looking at me going, are you going to say it's me? Are you going to say it's me? <laughs> no, it's me? Like, I was just going to try and on? give myself as many compliments as I could before you actually said it was me. That was all right. it was. It was a real opportunity to, yeah. to push yourself up. Listen, yeah. my ego has been really high lately, so I just wanted to take it to another level. <laughs> it doesn't matter where it's at. You just need to take it up. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. Turn like, it up a notch. Correct. Yeah. Uh, my my ego is at 11. <laughs> Always. Maybe 12. It's hard. God. It's actually at 14 when I'm with you. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. But anyway, so this kind fellow that you met. Okay. So moving forward, just, <laughs> ju- just to circle back, guys. <laughs> yep. Let, let's, let's return. Okay. So uh, I started dating you. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Me. And you're smoking every day and all of that, like not in an unproductive way, because I will say I have dated men in the past before who will just sit there, punch cones, play FIFA and ignore me. Ooh. So, mm. yeah, like, or like, you know, he'd look Sheesh. over, he'd look over, be playing FIFA and be like, you know, and like little kissy faces or hold my hand or something and he's like oh can you like can you touch my back while i play fifa and i'm like yeah while you ignore me thank you you dirty dropout punching your cones doing nothing with your day sorry that got a bit more personal than i needed it (laughs) i meant it to go sometimes you have experiences with your with your dating choices that inform your future dating correct (laughs) so Mm. i was like you know what i'm gonna go i'm not gonna not date a stoner, but I'm going to date a productive stoner. Whoa. <laughs> you know. It's so kind. You're She's so welcome. so nice. Go <laughs> be productive. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like the bar was raised, but <gasps> just a little bit. Oh, did I Michael Bay it? <laughs> what? 
I raised the bar. Oh, right. I, I see. Because Michael Bay is always raising the bar. Which bar? Wait, I'm not thinking Michael Bay. I'm thinking of um, who did Avatar and uh, The Matrix. Oh, fucking James, James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron. He's the one who's always raising the bar. And to be honest, yeah. is he? Is he really raising the bar? He in, says in he my is. Opinion. If I'm he says be, he is. Yeah, <laughs> That's the thing. He says he is. All right. Well, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to accept that. From uh, James the thing is, you guys haven't seen the South Park episode. There's no, an episode about James Cameron raising the bar, and he's like <laughs> trying to literally raise this bar like under the Antarctic <laughs> to get it up higher. All right, that's <laughs> it's great. It's great. I really want Avatar two to come out. By the way, I only just watched Avatar one this year due to this yes, lady. Dude, I made you watch. Only it. watched yeah. Avatar literally one. only one now. Now, yeah. do you because know that I've watched Avatar maybe two dozen times <laughs> and. It's become so bad that I don't, like, I can remember important scenes in that film, but I still don't know what it's about. I oh, still I don't love know it. what Avatar do you know what Avatar? film is no, about. No, no, no. Do you know what it is? Have you seen Fern Gully? Yes. It's Fern Gully for adults. That's what Avatar that. is. I get that. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm with you. What's that to get about Avatar? Oh, for fuck's sake. It, it just fucks with me that it's, it's the most highly grossed film of all time. I don't think that's anymore, but it was. It was. At Wasn't one it one time. of the first to come out on three in three D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a big three D flick, one of the new three D flicks, and then it was the only one that actually did three D. Uh, well. it's like somewhat. it just shows you that sales aren't always important when it comes mm. to cultural impact or like mm. influence. Because I don't think that I don't think that Avatar. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Perhaps there's a bunch of like pop culture spin offs that are based upon Avatar and the ideas that were explored that in Avatar. Through. Yeah. Um, like, you know, Interstellar. But it really didn't do much. Like Prometheus and shit. Yeah. But I, like, I actually... 100, actually, for me. Yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Oh, well, fucking Avatar. We'll it gets me, gets me fucking heated. No, I'm down for Avatar. I fucking love it. I've, I've only, I've it's only just, just so seen pretty to look at. It's super pretty. It's so pretty. But, like, I, what, I, what I love about it, actually, is how, like, technically wonderful and aesthetically wonderful it is but the story itself plays with me why i i, um, I think it's that it's so generic mm, yeah it's I felt so that. generic yeah. it it's felt like, like i've seen that story like many times exactly. it was really strange that, and then <laughs> yeah. i watch it for the 27th time and i'm like i still don't really grasp it because there's no like a distinct landmarks it's like i'm just watching hollywood the movie yeah hollywood uh, flick the movie but isn't that good though compared to like Hollywood flick covering comic books, the movie? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do you yes. know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. It's slightly better than most of the Marvel yeah. movies. Uh, the reality is the best movies nowadays are made under the like $5 million budget. Yeah, like, right. I, I looked at like, um, I think it was like RT top movies of like the years and whatnot and most of them were all on lower end budgets it was mm -hmm. all somewhere under like five mil well international films have been doing really well recently did you yeah. guys see parasite yeah he wanted to take me guys you gotta see parasite i don't like going out to see movies you don't have to you gotta fucking pirate it off the internet like a real no that's not what being. you do because yes. you're not allowed to do that no you do because hmm. you want to Fuck the law. Eat my dick. That's word of pimp. That's what. That's what. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what. Uh, run, run the jewels says. That's what. Run the jewels. Run the Killer jewels. Mike says. Run, run, run the jewels. Got to listen to Killer Mike. Killer, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. <laughs> Just an MC. We've gone way off topic. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. But that's all right. This has all started with a fucking Avatar rant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fun moments with Fab. <laughs> 
This is Welcome what happens when you uh, put some stoners in a room together. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Do but I classify myself as a stoner now? Is Ooh. that what I do? This ah. is something I've been thinking about know. because it's a real identity to, to call yourself because, a stoner. Exactly, because for for me, so this is me coming fresh into the scene with no knowledge of what it's actually like. When I think of somebody who smokes weed, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking 420 minutes. Fucking love punching cones after work, eh, bros? Sometimes I just bring my bong to fucking work and hitting the ute, eh? That's why we have such a responsibility to like overturn that narrative and Mm. stereotype. Because yeah, all I I would see, all I would think was like, oh, they're just staying home and getting high and not do anything and they can't keep a job. Well, I was going to go with, with, the character and then I figured, no, I was talking about my past opinion, <laughs> so I better just talk like me. But no, you do think for for me, who's like middle middle class, regular white girl normie, when you think of people who smoke weed, you go, Oh you fucking four twenty men, like fuck the police, fuck the government, if eh, I'm just gonna do what I want and well, whatever. It's not cares. wrong, but like not like that. Well, you know, like, mm. well, like, I guess that's a, like, uh, I think like that's the Mitch main was saying, thing. like Mitch was saying, it's like, do you identify as it? And I don't know. And that's the question. Do I ask? Because what is that what, identity what is of a stoner? stoner? What is a stoner? Mm, it's a philosophical it's, question. It is because it's broad because I would, I wouldn't classify myself as a stoner. And yet I do smoke weed every day now. It's not something right. I need to do, but it's something that I like. I think that a lot of people feel like that, how, like, you know, they may not necessarily be embedded or they may not try to embed themselves in a culture, a mm-hmm. cannabis culture, but they're still, like, you they're know... still a part of that culture. Nominally, you're part of the community because you smoke weed, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's what we need to look at. The cannabis culture, the cannabis community is part of plenty of people who just go about their daily lives in a very normal kind of way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And... W- when we get into this conversation, we start to talk about what is normal. Um, we begin to see that, like, there are plenty of human beings who have this plant fit into their lives like a puzzle piece mm. in the right mm. kind of way. And it becomes a, a long-term sustainable thing for them to do. There are other people who um, they might actually have... It's like a wrecking yeah. ball. Well, that that's the weird thing about... <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but I was going to say it was a wrecking ball. Addictive personalities. Yeah, yeah. Pe- pe- people who, who, I guess, have some sort of connection to trauma that mm. is perpetuated through kind of the act of, of smoking or Well, yeah, I mean, I found, cannabis. for me, when I started smoking weed more, um, I 100% drank less. Ah, yeah, that's That's true. interesting. I, like, it was like a, an immediate switchover. For, because you remember when I first started dating you, <laughs> yeah. Because you know, like, I, I, we. <laughs> it was if she lo- was sober. It was fucking rare. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, it it was, and that's like I would only come over in the night time because I was like, oh well, I can't come over in the day because I can't drink during the day, and like that's not what ladies do, and I can't do that. So, um, I'd come over in the evening like with drinks, or like come after a party or something like that to hang out. Um, but yeah. I would be drinking, like, I drank a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and See, <laughs> like, right now, tonight, I'm on my second beer. This is the fucking first beer I think I've had in, like, two months. <laughs> like, almost. Yeah, goodness me. Like, I think I've had, like, one or two beers out at a pub or something, but, like, that's it. Mm. And I'm like, it's because, like, 
I used to like drinking, but then I realized smoking just gives me such a better time. Such drinking better can time. be cool in certain contexts. It's the context, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's like very much the same. I, I find more enjoyment out of, I guess, uh, I don't know, having a connection to cannabis and to people mm. Mm. It, with within that context. Like yeah. I find that, mm, I don't know, smoking uh, weed or like having a joint in comparison to drinking at a pub Mm. with people it's it's a different atmosphere and yeah. different uh you're on a different vibe man i'm just 100%. on a different vibe man but exactly what i was gonna say that's interesting though you talked about how you needed kind of like the confidence to come over here with, with the alcohol to me right yeah right what i find funny is now now that you smoke do you find it easier to hang out with people that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have had uh like, yeah i guess so yeah because what i kind of wanted to get at was for me, even if I've been pre-drinking a little and I'm heading to a party, my anxiety is like up much higher than if I've been smoking and then heading to a party where I've oh, been smoking. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, so like if I would go to like out clubbing, which I mean, we can't do that now because it's COVID time. Oh, everything's um, locked down. Everything's locked down. Oh, um, we should start a club after this called the lockdown. Oh, true. We'll be and we'll call the quarantine. And we'll the quarantine. No, we'll serve quarantinis at the lockdown. <laughs> They'll just be like hazard stuff, and uh, no like one is allowed suits. hazmat suits, but like um the yellow hazmat like uh, film shit. What's it called? The tape. Tape. That's it. Yeah. We'll just have like uh, glow in the dark biohazard stickers <laughs> everywhere. I really like this, and we'll keep everyone in. It's for just two weeks. hard techno all the time. Okay, we get Sam to do them. Yeah, Sam's doing it. <laughs> Watch episode three. That's Sam. I think that was Sam. No, that Sam was episode four. Sam was episode four. I thought it was Adam. That was five. Five. Sam was episode five. Sam, watch Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, make sure to watch yourself. All right. Before you wreck yourself. Exactly. Anyway, just a circle back, guys. Uh, Yeah, we're really good at interviewing. (laughs) It's what it is. No, that's okay. I saw that meme about uh, when you're locked down and you you realize you're dating the just a circle back guys person. (laughs) So I can't... that is an earworm in my head now and I can't not say it. Mm. Um, so just to circle back, yes, when I would be drinking and go to a club, as soon as I stepped out of the taxi, I would feel completely sober. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like you'd hit that fresh air and you'd be like, Man, oh, I'm sober again because my, of anxiety. But my then, brother like says that, mm. that he'll, he'll pre-drink and then he'll get to the valley and it'll, feel it'll sober. be like he's sober. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I get that. I've had that before I go out. It's often it's like the it's fresh anxiety. air and anx- I think it's a bit of anxiety. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to get up to tonight? Because Fuck, like when, you, gonna... when you're drinking with your friends, you're having a good time. You're not worried about if anyone's thinking anything of you mm. or if anyone, you know, and you get out and then all of a sudden there's all these strangers who are out and about and you have to make it through the door where there's security and they scan your ID and you have to be sober enough it's to get intense. in. Like, Wait till you take low. a tab of acid and go through the valley at night. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's such a thing. <laughs> just don't even talk to me. The it's, times that I've been to. <laughs> it's so fucked, man. Like, because you're just like, I'm in the matrix. I am walking through the matrix. The people are moving around uh, me, not me through them. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's like the, I am literally the Futurama fucking spaceship where yep. the universe like fucking morphs around me and I don't, I don't move at all. Yeah, no, it is weird. It's strange. You know how you can like, I don't know, you can, you can kind of karate chop people on acid without ever having to do anything like that. Like you just get to shift time and space. Yep. Well, mm. I um, I, one, one of those trips that I've had with the cops was um, uh, sorry, when I was tripping in the valley was with cops, and I've had it a few times with other things. Oh. But they always like I'm sitting there, they'd walk past me and they just give me a wink. 
Oh. Like they knew. They knew straight up. It was this vibe like, buddy. don't worry, buddy. You just keep watching. Like, oh. it's like they, 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 they were like, con- like conscious of me being like conscious. <laughs> it was such a fun. Or maybe you just thought that. No, the thing is I had it with like three different events, three times I've experienced cops on trips and all of them, it's like they knew and they were just like, enjoy your night, enjoy your trip, like on your way. It was always just this subtle, like, you're good, mate. You're mm. good. Maybe it's the highest. Even self. though your pupils are just like. <laughs> they decide to give you grace. Like God uh. enters into their bodies just to be like. <laughs> but anyway. All right. You're circling back. We're- so just a circle back. Um, um, yeah. No. If I. <laughs> if I were to go out now, if I could. And I can't. But if I were to go out now stoned, I like wouldn't have an issue because you just stay on that same level and that. You just, as long as you're not too wrecked. Obviously. As long as you're not too wrecked. And yeah, yeah it just kind of keeps you on that thing of ah, everything's fine. Mm. Don't even worry about it. So, yeah, that was my, I mean, my first proper experience was with you. Um, weird. We shouldn't say first proper. We should say first good. First good, yeah, experience was with you. And like, I remember we were just on the bed vibing and we smoked. We, well, we vaped because. And it was, it was the oil? Or the dry herb? Um, I think... I think I gave you dry herb first. I think it was the dry herb first, yeah. So we had that and then it was maybe a couple of minutes later and I was like, oh, I just feel really relaxed. And he's like, yeah. Well, I say you're like you're not here, but you were just like, yeah, you know, that's the weed. And I was like, what are you talking about? Every experience I had with weed, like I've had this like heavy feeling in my chest and I've like been giggly for a minute and then just got really head spinny and felt a bit sick and was like, oh, I just feel heavy and yuck and but Hey, Mitch, what do you think did that? Uh, well, I don't know. I was, I was going to say it is a bit of a psychedelic trip. Like cannabis does mm. modulate whatever's going on within your own headspace. Mm. And I find the same with, I don't know, like more... Um, potent perhaps psychedelics like LSD, psilocybin they have similar effects in the sense that they're magnifying a lot of the emotional <laughs> intensity yeah. um, mm. so you're getting this kind of like direct experience of of your own emotions yeah. as far as it goes I was gonna go cannabis somewhere can else. be used to like dull that shit as well but I don't yeah. know it's I was weird. gonna go somewhere else actually just more by her symptoms Yeah. Oh, you botched it, it's fine, ready? I wanted like a piano sound and it would be like PGR. Oh, really? Yeah, because Probably. think about it. It's like this chest, you're nauseous, you're spinning, like you're going giggly, you're going like, the thing about it, you're going through the entire high really quickly. Yeah, that's, that's what I felt. It was like a really fast, like spiral downwards is yeah, what like I'd think say. Think about when you used to smoke PGR, right? Mm-hmm. To maintain that, you'd have to keep smoking to keep getting your high. And what you're looking for was that first like, 10 minute rush 15 minute rush because well, what I, what i would what i would get would be um like a cough up a lung obviously because I, I i literally cannot smoke bongs as much as i try like i can but i just it's horrible i will cough up all of my insides it's mm. not good no it's not good um and yeah so i'd have a coughing fit and then i'd be laying in the bed like oh god am i gonna make an idiot out of myself now that i'm high and what is it like to be high and i don't really know this feeling and ah uh, and then i'd sit there and then start overthinking things and then get giggly and then i'd ha- just have this horrible like tightness heavy feeling in my chest and then be like it okay i want really this to be stop shit weed man yeah i was like oh i just want this to stop this is enough well that's most of my experiences have been kind of with oh, like maybe two people 
before I started smoking full time with you. <gasps> full time smoker. Yeah. But so one of the things I need to actually write a full article on, I've been meaning to do it for a while and I think we could do a podcast, just me and you. Yeah, cool. Um, or maybe with someone I know that's never smoked cannabis before, mm. but I really want to do like a how to introduce someone new to cannabis sort of guide. Yes, yeah, cool. I've talked about it a few times, but the way I did it with G first was um, with a dry herb vape. And with the dry herb vape, um, she didn't like the flavor too much yet um, because of, I don't know. Just it just tasted weedy. Like, weedy. and because. I understand what you mean. Just like PTSD of my other weedy experiences yeah. that have literally all been bad. The yeah. thing about vape, like dry herb stuff, especially, I think, you know, when you're using the, um, the alternate or the mighty, yeah, they have a kind of like their chamber, um, kind of singes the weed in a way where you get like kind of like burnt cannabis smell. Yeah, yeah. It, it's mm. got it a little bit. It's especially if they're not clean, clean. Yeah, true. Depends on how clean it, the vape is. That that makes a big factor. So that'll probably go in the guide. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we tried that a few times. I think maybe only twice. I don't remember it too often in early days with you. No, it and wasn't often at all. I grabbed a dab pen, an oil vape pen, um, mm. which I don't remember the strain at the time. It might have been a Louis, like a Legends Ultimate. Indica. No, it was a Wedding Cake. Wedding Cake? Okay. Mm. So it was Wedding Cake. She remembers. I oh, remember. That's trippy. It, no, because it was one of my, of course I remember because it was one of my first experiences with it. There you go, know, yeah. My yeah. first experience was an unnamed strain. Yeah. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. It was wedding cake and then... Um, then I got Louie and I think I had a blueberry and... Blue, blueberry and wedding cake you had, yeah. yeah I yeah. remember those ones. Um, but the wedding cake, uh, these carts were pretty good. So, like, they were made from uh, rosin, so, like, a heat press. Um, I don't think they were distilled. No, they weren't. Okay. So, yeah, they worked pretty well. And she got into them because the taste kind of became way more pleasant, I would say. Yeah, because I didn't actually... It didn't taste weedy. That's the thing. It was, I don't know, like almost weirdly kind of clinical, but mm. not... It, what I can say, it reminded me of going to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. The wedding cake was you know? a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing about the wedding cake is like... Um, how it was made, it was added terpenes. So um, oh. as a result, it was bringing out these flavors. It was a little minty. I remember that and airy. No, I was thinking, I'm actually a little bit worried about the coronavirus and people getting bored and wanting to crime. I thought you were going to yes. say wanting to cry. No, just wanting to crime. Words uh. don't own me. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that is the big concern. I was talking to a good friend of mine. You know him. Um as our good friend Nick. Yeah. And uh, he, he's he got a housemate that's a cop. And mm. uh, he was having a chat and he said um, that the junkies, they're getting more itchy at the moment with all this corona stuff because it's getting harder to get on, right? Uh, Their supplies huh. drying up because borders have closed, all of that sort of stuff. And the road's more empty. So being on the road, in a sense, you're more exposed. Also, a lot of people that are homeless or, yep. you know, insecure with their housing. So yeah, that's an issue. Mm. That's a whole issue. Um, so uh, what I was going to say about that whole thing is they're getting a little more itchy. Mm -hmm. And you know that can come with so many negatives. Like I couldn't quite imagine going through... Um, 
sunny uh sorry the valley just for people's reference in brizzy we have like a clubbing district which is probably where the most homeless people in brisbane Fortitude valley i went there like today oh yeah in the day oh store dj yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. How went, great is that store? It's an amazing, it's such magical an place. It was my first time there. <gasps> so I was just like blown away. Yeah. I couldn't touch anything though because of the coronavirus. Did you go downstairs? <laughs> yeah, I was in both spaces. Yeah, it's so cool. You got I, the guitars, wanted, you got your like, I wanted to buy How many one of those other amps. people were in the space though? Oh, like the people who worked there who were just hanging out. And that was it? And there was, I think, one other dude playing guitar. Was everyone obeying social distancing regulations? Basically, yeah. That's good. I, I think that the main thing was that nothing was being transmitted by like people playing synths, mm. for instance, which is a pretty usual thing to happen in store DJ. Mm. But um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful store. But like one of the one of the weirdest things that I found about just being out in the city is how some people aren't really uh, in a position where they can social distance all that well. So there's mm-hmm. like people sitting on the benches of Brunswick Street Mall outside mm-hmm. of the McDonald's with like a face mask, but they're like sitting right next to their probably their family member or something. Um, right and. I don't know. It's just like there's probably a lot of people out on the streets, so to speak, Mm. who might also have some kind of dependency problem. Yeah. And they're in a position where at the moment they're being targeted by the police because they're out Mm. and they're in numbers. And additionally, they don't really have anywhere to go. Maybe the, the job seeker stuff could help if they were on, on or in that system. But yeah, they have to get in it. You have to, yeah, you have to get in it. So that's weird. I think the other big thing is if there's going to be like mass arrests for people being being out, are we going to increase the prison, the nonviolent prison population? Mm. And what happens inside of prisons in the middle of a pandemic? What happens if someone inside the prison gets coronavirus? Correct. Everyone in the prison is going to get coronavirus. That's, yeah, they're just like little like unless extra... they isolate everybody. Yeah, they're, well, know. they're just like cruise ships, really. Mm. If one gets it, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> These are really good questions, Mitch, and I'd love to be able to have the answers, but, but I, I just don't but just know. no one there, does. Yeah. This is the weirdest yeah. thing about it. It's like <laughs> a really uncertain time. Yeah. Mm. Um, the human species has got its best monkeys working at it. Yeah. But, but Joe nice. Rogan uh, and his friends <laughs> yeah, have not exactly yet, what I was thinking. Have not yet uh, communicated through DMT to <laughs> and reasoned with the coronavirus yeah. effectively uh, enough. That would do it. Do we all need do to we, just Okay, do that? listen. I know I've talked about this a lot recently, but do we actually need to start a cult? No. <laughs> we don't, Georgia. This is not what the world needs. We're starting, Sorry. Georgia. We don't start cults anymore. We start brands. Oh, right. That's that's just okay. Fine. <laughs> you guys have your own moral compasses. I'm you know I'm right, Mitch. Brands stuff. are fucking cults. Yeah, they are. You're right, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not subscribing to. I mean a cult as in far as let's all go in the bush, take some psychedelics and just connect to the world and be like, hey, coronavirus. She's talking about doofs. Nice meme. Great. What's she use? 
We've gone off tangent. We've All gone right. off topic. We need to actually get back to where we were. So, so we had a short break just momentarily. Uh, where <laughs> momentarily for like half an hour. <laughs> Things happen. They don't need to know. Okay. They don't need to know. They don't need to know that your butt is tiny. They don't need to no. know. No, <laughs> it's not just about yeah. that, Yosef. <laughs> okay. Are you being me? No. <laughs> I think Mitch was mocking her. Okay. Anyway, okay. we're talking okay. about wedding Back cake, the strain. So we started you off with wedding cake, the yes. cartridge. Yes. So what's interesting about the cartridge is that's how I've been liking, well, enjoying introducing people because it's really manageable on how much you have. You have one, two puffs and you are done. Like that's all you need to experience what it is. But the thing with the carts is it has a different feeling to the full flower effect. How mm. would you describe the difference? I found, well, because we started off on, on carts, like you started. Flower, but quickly carts. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, I found the difference for me was that the dry herb vape was kind of, you'd get high and you'd stay there. And that was your experience. It's just like you're coming up and then you're up and then you're good and you chill out whatever Mm. but i found for the oil vapes it was there was a a significant like two rises so you'd come up initially then sort of go down you'd be like oh okay i feel back to normal now that wasn't really long lasting and you'd keep going about your day for a little bit then all of a sudden you'd be like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) you know how did that go again oh fuck (laughs) okay (laughs) anyway kind of punch you in the face a little bit later and then sort of you'd stay there and then slowly come down again. So I found it was two different rides. Yosef's on the oil right now. Yeah, Yosef's on the oil vape right now. This is Miss USA. Miss USA Beach. She's really strong. You have like three, four hits and she punches you a bit and then she comes again and punches you again. There you go, a bit that's like Georgia exactly, described. Yeah, so, yeah. and that's I think that's what I've been finding um, the most fun about my cannabis experience is that um when we manage to get our hands on different strains or whatever um i can i'm a bit more i don't know how to word this i can sort of tell the difference between each each strain if that makes sense yeah especially when you do the dry herb because that flavor profile comes out like way more yeah so when we tried the um thin mint Oh. That really had a cookie kind of taste for yeah. me in yeah. a weird in a weird way. Cookie, but it was so fresh. Like it had that like. Yeah. And I found, um, what was it? It was Black Diesel that I tried. So mm. really pretty, which is weird for me to say because every time I'd see a different strain, I'd go, oh, it just all looks the same and it all smells the same. I don't know what you're talking about. This is shit. Yeah, it's just shit. I hate it. It doesn't. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't taste good. I don't know why you like it. Anyway, so <laughs> he was very. Right. Yeah, you know, he was very persistent with me. He was with for try. Oh, try this. Smell this. Smell that. Um, what does that smell like? You know, and I was like, oh, it all smells the same. And then he, you showed me the difference between two completely know. different ones. I don't know what they were, but they smelled mm. completely different. And he's like, does that smell the same? And I'm like, fine. Smells different. I get it. It's fine. Um, and begrudgingly, now, yeah. Where, no. Where, so where are we at now? <laughs> so now, if anything new comes in, I'm like, oh, what's this? Smell like I want to smell that. I'm like, oh, look at the colours in that. Hang on, let me get a photo and zoom in so I can see all 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I can see all the crystals on it. And so I can see all the different colors and like. um, It's just really fun. Like when you get into the hobby side of like, wow, this is just a flower that's like uniquely different, almost like plant to plant. Well, that's the thing. I feel like such an asshole because I've probably only been smoking full time for a couple of months and I've got mates who have smoked full time for years and I'm there going, can I see your cannabis, please? Like, can I just inspect that? Because I think it might be PGR. So Excuse like, me. let me, okay. Can I educate you guys? Uh. About PGR? You know, like, I'm such a wanker. <laughs> it gets that way though, doesn't it? Cause you're yeah. like, I have knowledge that you just well, don't it does, have. Especially from my previous experiences. And I'm like, looking back on that, I'm pretty sure this is all like PGR kind of stuff. And then when you get like your intake method, so my dry herb vapes or oil vapes or anything like that, that works for me. So you need to find what your intake method that works for you plus a kind of strain that works for you because I find more sativary buzzy highs I will freak the fuck out on but more indicas where I, I like that's what I want. I want to melt into the couch and die. How do you feel about the green crack then? Okay, so green crack, right, okay. Um, <laughs> this was a day. Yeah, uh, I had... Actually, it really wasn't. It, the day got cancelled. Yeah, well, we didn't have any of our vapes charged. Yeah. And, and we're like, like, okay, well, let's just be peasants and go for a bong. Oh, peasants. <laughs> I know, it's a, it's a big call. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's accurate. Oh, fuck off, man. <laughs> I take that personally. No, uh, okay, so bongs, <laughs> bongs for me, they're just too rough. Like, I can't do them, you know, whatever. Um so yeah, I had maybe a quarter of a cone of the green crack. If that. Yeah, <laughs> you loaded it for me because it was really small. Yeah, it was very small. I don't use bongs. I'm a vape. Yeah. I'm a vape. I've been brought up I'm to a be vape a vape queen. lady. Oh my god! Thank my you very god. much. I know my strengths and how I like to have my intake. What temperature do you like to vape at? Listen, I like to build it. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Where do you start? I start maybe at 180, oh, then yeah. I'll go to 190, then I'll go to 200. Oh, man. That's Gradual cool. increase. Correct. <laughs> because that's the ride. What about the vibe? Um, what about AVB? What do you AVB. do with your Whoa, well, we missed, we, we I'm way too far. Like, I, yeah. We missed where we were. What? Ah. Uh, Oh, the green crack. The green crack. Yes, that's the line. Right. We'll get back to the AVB. We'll get back to the AVB. Fair enough. Um, but yes, the green crack, I found I had maybe a quarter of a cone of that. And <laughs> <laughs> she whispers, thank you. Mm-hmm. I started tapping on something and then we're like, oh, can you stop? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, green crack. I had maybe a quarter of a cone of that and I was off to the moon. Yeah. I'm in sound effect mode in this episode, it seems. <laughs> it's good though. We have like a generator. Of well, I really can't wait till we get the um, board. You need a sound. The, the pod- <laughs> road make. The guys who make our mics, um, they have a, the road podcaster and you can plug a phone in as a mic so you can mm. import it. But it's also got the button so you can program it for a few things. That's fun. Fucking fun. can't wait till we get on that. Bit of a soundboard. Yeah. yeah. I reckon by next year, that's a good goal for an upgrade. Yeah. So, so the green crack. I had you. a quarter of a cone and I fucking died i was in the sink coughing up a lung vomited a little bit and then i was like i need to lay down i can't handle this so i went to bed and you were just like holding me and i was there kind of like oh fuck i don't like this this is like this is too much and i'd shut my eyes and i'd start tripping and it's a lot even for me yeah it was a lot and 
I just, I really couldn't handle it. Then after a little while, cause you were trying to make me feel better and you're like, what's going on? What are you thinking about? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just stressed. Like I just, mm. I just had tears streaming Damn. down my face. Like, and I was freaking out. I just had too much. I smoked wow. too much. And this is why I can't have bongs thank this you for listening dangerous. to my ted talk about yeah. bongs yeah yep. bongs are bad okay well for me i can't take a punch in the face of 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 high thc yeah i can't like do it sativa weed. correct it'll kill the me. thing is we've had good times on sativas but it is like really about the administration yeah. you know you jump on the dry herb you don't have to smoke that whole cone in like one go you have it over maybe three, four, five minutes where you're sharing yeah. that one cone effectively. Mm. And then you're just like, ah. And that's what I found because I found you were teaching me guitar when we had a sativa <laughs> and I was buzzing for hours after and like dancing and singing and having a good time or like we'd have that and then for some reason I'd talk to Yossip's bird mm. and then just be with him for hours being like, who's a good boy? Yeah, you're a good boy. What are you doing? What are you doing over it's there? <laughs> you know. So, yeah, it, it really kind of depends on, like, the environment and how I have it for yeah. sativas. See, and now this is the sort of stuff that you've been kind of talking about as, like, you educating your friends and whoever else. Um, Correct. And I think, you know, talking about different types of, um, different ways of administration, administrating cannabis, I think it's interesting, like, for you to be able to talk to your friends about that and potentially the greater cannabis community as a whole mm. um, because you've come in with a mature mindset where um, a lot of other people would have been exposed at a younger age or a traumatic time where mm. it became more of a cycle of abuse and for you it's kind of taken you out of that like that's how I've yeah. seen it where rather than drinking, you became more present with what you were actually doing and being present with yourself. Um, and I think alcohol takes that away from you. I think alcohol takes yourself away from yourself, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know how to describe the alcohol high, but basically I feel like my ego's there, but my self that can, that like governs my like moral compass, gone. <laughs> like just gone not completely but like it's not gone it's just really easy to ignore yeah you're just like fuck off yeah so like the, the what i kind of like is um since you started smoking cannabis you've become to me more of a complete person where you're more comfortable within your own self and your own ideas and your own entertainment rather than perhaps in other people's mm. that's kind of what i've like noticed yeah i guess i mean yeah like i guess that's the case like i for yeah like for drinking and everything you kind of just go oh i need to impress kind of everyone around me and be my best self where if you're you know sharing a vape with somebody or having the same strain of weed with somebody and you can just chill like you're on the same level and you know you are and it's just this whole different plane that you're just sort of chilling in with your friend. And you're like, I don't care. I don't need to wear makeup all the time. Like, what is that? You know, who cares about it? Isn't it funny how the hippie mentality makes sense once you start smoking some bud? You're just like, yeah, fuck it. This is chill as like, who gives a fuck? Mm. Like, it just, that's just inherently what comes with bud, I feel. Like, you're just like, chill out, man. Like, 
it helps a lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's. I think it pl- there's plenty of folks who will just gravitate towards being like that without ever having or needing to smoke cannabis. Yeah, 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 for sure, a hundred percent. There are there are other folk who really benefit from something like, you know, an introduction to some kind of herbal medicine because of how they're wired. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I really do wonder how it would do because, like, in Australia, partly because I come from an ethnic background, um, seeing it, like, with an older generation, I don't get to see that a lot. I see it with uh, Aussie parents and they're all really chilled out and they're just normal people, like how I'd put it. Mm. But ethnic parents, there's such a level of, like if they were more relaxed, how much better their lives would be. Like, mm. like all these little frustrations would just Mate. be gone. <laughs> you, you don't get it. My white parents are like exactly like yeah, that. No, no, no. I'm not saying all, but I'm talking about like, <laughs> there is the, uh, for me, the only parents that I ever have met have been Australian parents that I've smoked yeah. or American or like mm. more Anglo white, like no, for sure. rather than ethnic. And I'm not yeah. saying that at all. Like, like, as like a stereotype it's just those are the only older people that i meet here what i mean to say like there's a real interesting thing where once you get older and you gain all of these responsibilities and you become kind of like set in a certain way of looking and viewing Mm. the world there's something about there's something about uh being worried and in your own head Mm. and getting so caught up in that that like basic solutions that from the outside you're just like you're causing yourself suffering and i can see that very clearly Mm. to them it's not like it's not clear because they're living in their own kind of like world Mm. it's not necessarily like i I don't know i have the same thing happen with my family yeah and often you're right it's part of the walk stereotype but it's just kind of like weird yeah, no, okay. well, I'm in, I'm from an Anglo-Indian background. Yeah. And it's the same with, with my family. Yeah, yeah. It's all very straight-laced. Right? Drinking yeah. is fine, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is really... I always find it bizarre that um, that that kind of Anglo-white, like, family and, like, just, just general older people, it's like, fuck yeah, drinking's all sweet. Like, I don't know... Yeah, no, it, I get that. It's, it's really mind-boggling because I'm like... Because they all justify, oh, it's only like one or two glasses of wine, one or two yeah, beers. I mean, I'm Some from more, but I'm from a Scottish slash Indian family, so mm, yeah, I'm, I'm got, Irish. Yeah, right. So like we've just, but it's just weird. We I can handle our alcohol, and that's just part of life. True. Yeah, and we live in Australia, so I just you know see one thing that I find to me for me that I like, I just have like a complete blank on. I don't understand what life would be like drinking every night or like multiple times a week like i don't know what that likes life's really like like especially like if you're like at home doing it i only understand if i was going out drinking like that Mm. i can understand that process but like just having a few fair few drinks at home to kind of mildly numb you i mean this this is a very similar kind of like therapeutic um they like i know that they get the same thing yeah it's it's quite similar yeah it's just really strange because like i've never had that sure except with cannabis yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like in terms of the alcohol vibe like how does that feel like because when i find if i've had like a couple drinks which i've had tonight i feel very but i've also smoked but i feel as soon as i have those drinks my brain is just like i don't get that with flatline whether indica sativa See, that's the opposite that's the opposite for me i find 
I mean, this could be me justifying a problem, but <laughs> I find with go. alcohol, like I think a bit better on my feet. I'm a bit wittier. Like, I'm not sure if it's because the alcohol is dulling out the self-consciousness and the inhibition. So I'm just like, okay, whatever I'll say, whatever I want. Um, but I find with cannabis, it makes me think before I speak a bit yeah. more and I'm a lot quieter. Interesting. Yeah. I find that the same. I, like, I get that as well. But for me, I'm, I don't feel I'm smarter on alcohol at all. I don't... F- uh, yeah. I mean, quick, I don't feel like I'm smarter, but I feel like I can... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quicker. quicker and I'm... Mm. Yeah. It, I, I think don't I, smoke and become big-brained either, yeah. though, like, as much as that happens. There's a yeah. kind of, like, uh, qualitative difference in how my thoughts might emerge. Yeah. It, um, but it, it, it's it, not it, like I feel any more intelligent mm. than if I was sober, mm. essentially. Because I'm yeah. already, I've smoked weed, dude, thousands of times. Smoking it like another, like just one more time isn't going to make it like that more real for me. Mm, yeah. I can go back to being sober and everything that I've learned from cannabis, yeah, everything no, that I've learned from psychedelic trips is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 100%. It 100% is. It's just more um, where I would be if I didn't do that. Mm, that's like, interesting. Mm. I don't think I can envision that. It's, like it's, that's so it's it's identity but see yeah. when i say that like that's what i mean i don't understand how you can get to like old and not have that oh you know like i guess it's just the diversity of life right yeah mm. isn't it strange yeah. how humans can be different? my my mother always told me she goes uh, when she was talking about uh, like drugs and alcohol with us as we're growing up she's talking about cannabis she goes oh you know your father and i would are we're at a party one time and we saw something going around and somebody passed it to me and I just said no thank you and pass it along and that's how easy it can be Jordy you just gotta say no and then your father and I upped and left from that party because we were just like well we don't want to be here anymore this is in our scene so we're just we're just gonna move on and that's how easy it is you just say no just say no Georgia yeah fucking losers so did you take that advice no. No. <laughs> but I th- that's what you're supposed to do as a kid. You're told not to do something and you're like, cool, I don't want to, ha- I'm not allowed. Thanks, co- mom. Yeah. Like I'm not allowed cookies for before dinner. So that's all I'm going to think about is having cookies and I want them now. I can't be told no. How I'm, dare you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't be, I'm the, I'm the youngest of four. So literally I've got three people before me who have been like oh no you shouldn't do this because it happened and i did and this and that happened and i'm like fuck it i'm gonna do it Mm. you got to make your mistakes to know that they're mistakes otherwise how would you know that they're mistakes you know it's like rage against the machine when you're younger like a rat in a cage exactly gotta break out (laughs) (laughs) like a like a rat in a cage or a bat in a in a in a wuhan lab or a freak on a leash in a wet market (laughs) (laughs) all right we need to kind of get this. Hey, AVB. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we were AVBing. We were talking about after and before and maybe vaping. How do we naturally get back to AVB? AVB, just, just, just for reference. Like right. So already vaped, bud, first, just for those who don't know. Yeah. AVB. So the first time I met you, Mitch, mm-hmm. I had an edible. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember this. I remember. This is great. I, lo- I never remember <laughs> anything. And everyone's like telling me these stories and I'm like, man, I was there. Yeah. So you took <laughs> me for a drive and I I had had an edible a little while earlier and I was still sort of discovering what I what I liked and what I was into. Mm. Um, so it was edibles made with the AVB. 
um yeah and that's when I first met you and we were in the car and we picked you up and I was like I'm I'm so sorry I can't talk that well I've I've had an edible <laughs> yeah yeah I can yeah. remember that and you were like don't worry about it just write it out it's it'll be okay it'll be okay and I was like thank you so much <laughs> Because I was sitting in the front seat, mildly freaking out, but also having a great time because I was in the car and I was like, wee, going yeah, up and down dude. the hill. Oh my God. Isn't it great? Yeah. It feels like you're going to blast off into oh, space. <laughs> I love that sensation. Oh my God. Is the, is the car very, actually on the road or is it in the air? It's not very safe to be like super stoned on an edible and like driving at the same time. Oh, no, yeah. she wasn't driving. No, no, no. no I was I, very sober here you driving, you know? Yeah. I know what you mean. He was sober driving and I was, I had an edible. And every time we went over a hill, I just thought we weren't going to come down. We're just going to fly off into space. And I was like, you know what? I'm not mad. This is fun. I like it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. yeah. So I'm down for AVB 100% because it 100% is a thing. I don't get where people are like, oh, no, but you've already smoked it. So it doesn't work. Like that's not. Am I just making it up? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Is that just a placebo uh, effect? I don't know. Some people are weird, but like, I will say, AVB is a bit different to like obviously using your bud buds. Uh, It makes you more just sleepy rather than high. Like, and that could be because maybe a lot of the THC content has. But you've got Mm. heaps of CBD and CBN still in there. Yeah, right. So like, it just like makes you want to sleep. It's such a relaxing, and potentially medicinal too. Oh, hundred percent. Have I had? An edible with, with AVB. Yes, you have. No, without AVB. Y- yes, I think so. Most like, of the time, I use a mix. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Like, right. and it's normally like pretty good as a result. Like, yeah. it's it's just you'll get basically the if you use like a high THC bud. Yeah, with and then the, you put the, the yeah. It's just this CBD. extra kick. It's just like what's going on. I'm mm. like so up and so down. I have, I, I have actually found with the one edibles recently, which I'm assuming are all oh. AVB. No, they're mix. Okay, well, never mind then. Uh, They're more AVB. They are more AVB though. Because I was going to say the high doesn't last as long. You can definitely feel for AVB edibles, uh, the high drops off all Mm. of a sudden. But that's probably still at the four, five hour mark. Like it's still a long ride. Sure. Yeah. It really matters with the concentration of how much you've got in there too. Oh, 100%. And every time, like... Like we've been saying the whole time, I'm still a baby into this scene. Yeah. I always think that I'm, I'm finding, um, a balance or like my uh, threshold for what I can have. She gets cooked a little too often sometimes. Yeah, I just get blown right out of the water when I think Common that. Common mistake. Yeah. Like I'm I tr- even making it yeah, easy. Yeah, it I happens. Tr- I tried to push my boundaries and it's like, huh, just kidding. You still can't handle your shit. <laughs> <laughs> but how will you know? You know, how do you uh, yeah, know you gotta, unless you, you gotta push work the boundaries, you, you know? Yeah. It's um it's pretty rare for anything to really like get me on a green out level, but lately that green crack fan. Ah <laughs> oh, dude. Like uh, honestly, I think it fucks with me so much because my favorite my favorite buds are honestly like close to 50-50 in terms of their ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you you smoke them and it's like I'm high but I'm not. Yeah, you just chill mm-hmm. as well. It's not it's it's like you're not even stoned. Yeah, you're just like but <laughs> you have this kind of like no, it's not like overwhelming. It's not like a sensation that overwhelms you. It's simply like this clear headedness, this lucidity, this clarity that you wouldn't expect from weed. Mm. Yeah. I've had that from like maybe a handful of buds, and every time they've been like, Oh yeah, this is like a 50-50 THC CBD, and I'm like, get fucked. That can't be true. And it's like, no, it is. I'm like, oh, fine. 
I think the reason why is because the two actually are like highly symbiotic. There's probably some other components happening as well, but yeah. when you have a kind of like even ratio occurring between the two, mm. you have you, an experience which is different. Yeah, supposedly. 100%. Yeah, it'd be really interesting to try like your really higher CBD strains. Yeah, no, I agree. We just we just posted a yeah. an article on the CBD. I mean, we do our CBD oil daily, but you know, just trying to smoke it would be interesting. I have smoked um, CBD distillate, like the it's like a white crystal where it's pure, mm. and you do it as like a dab. Mm. And fuck, man, you're just like, whoo, that wave of calm, beautiful wave of calm. You're not high at all. You just wave of calm. <laughs> mm. And then uh, I have seen CBD cartridges going around too. I've been wanting to try one of them beauty um so yeah they look they, they actually the experience i've had with cbd cartridges have been bloody awesome mm. they'd be amazing for people 100 percent. Mm. but i wanted to start wrapping up because i think we're hitting around an hour well um, we could just keep i'm having a great time mate. we could, we could do an episode chatting. two we could end this one and go into another <laughs> this is true i haven't all right no, I don't all right admit. let's um but like i wanted to wrap this up with lately you've been talking about uh, educating your friends and other girls and you kind of had an idea with it. Yeah. So I had, um, I mean, like I said earlier, I feel like such a wanker for being like, Hey guys. So like, I've only been smoking like for six months, but I know everything now. And it's because I've been hanging out with you guys who literally know most things about I like what your friends said about us. Yeah, so uh, with my friends, they were like, oh, gee, you didn't smoke at all. And now all of a sudden it just feels like you've had a crash Yale course in cannabis. And I'm like, well. Yeah, yeah. fab yeah. course. <laughs> you should tell them it was fab. Yeah, that's kind of, well, that's, that's what I've done. You know, I've had a few people talk to me about CBD. I've had a few people talk to me about PGRs. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to link straight to fab because you guys have kind of condensed everything down into you know, like fast learning for for what's happening. So whenever I see them smoking PGRs or if, if I see them with their weed, I'm like, hang on, let me look at it. I get my torch out. I take a photo with the flash and I zoom in. And I'm like, okay, so what I need to tell you about all these, this like brown stuff and all these hairs is something, you know. So just hold on to your knickers because we're going to learn today, <laughs> you know. And I feel like such a wanker, but I do. But I also think that's important because, you know, I... I mean, I don't really care what I put in my body, to be honest, but <laughs> because... Wow. No, well, because I've been she raised I've been like, raised in a healthy weed household, which is you. Oh, she means that. Oh, um, mm, mm, because I've been uh, raised in a healthy weed household, I do care what kind of cannabis I smoke. So if I'm going to be smoking, I'm going to do it properly. Just remember, right. babe, it's all yeah. about the vapes and it's all about the bush. So... I love the bush. You have to emphasize that. I love, love the, the bush. bush. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Yosef. You didn't have to make it weird. No. I was born weird. <laughs> it's true. Well, I'm not sure why I'm dating him. but It's a good question. It's, it's, it's the weed. That's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> we'll get a psychologist in. I'm just going to feature myself. I'm inviting myself back. And we're just going to like unpack uh, all of my drama in my life. Thank you. And we're going to do it live um, right here on the Friendly <laughs> Aussie Podcast. It's relationship yeah, counselling. Yeah, but I think... I'm not the counsellor though. I'm just here to watch. <laughs> just it all unfold It's not supposed to be some cuck shit, but it sounds like it actually. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think what... Well, I mean, it wouldn't be cucking if you're, if you're watching. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
I don't fucking know, man. I don't know how that's supposed to work. I'm not even going to get into it. Let's not. This is not I'm the just looking down place. at the weed and just thinking, what have I got myself into? But I do think what's important and what I like is that um, I'm finding I do get different experiences on different strains and I do get experience, I do get different experiences with um, PGR oil. versus non-PGR and I get experience between dry herb vape versus oil vape and I, you know, bongs and joints and all of that. So I guess... What, you just kind of want to share that, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I do want to share that. So, um, cannabis, uh, G's cannabis journey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, I guess I do kind of want to share that and share my experience because obviously my interests have changed. You're telling me you're a cannabis bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is so awkward. You're so awkward. <laughs> I'm so stoned. Hey? Yeah, I can stoned. tell. I'm okay. stoned as fuck. Guys. I've had way too much because I've also had the three beers and it's just like, hey, buddy, you like cross-feeding, don't you? Mm. Enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Time I've to actually, record a podcast. I've actually um, found my balance between having some weed and having alcohol. It took me a very, very long time. One of the first times we went out, we went to a concert. I drank myself into oblivion as I l- used to do. Boy, how good's and then, <laughs> And then... um. Uh, he gave me some oil vape and me having no filter and no self-control on alcohol as oh, I do. Oh, that was at the Hungry Jacks. That's Correct. Right. Yep. We were in Hungry Jacks and I was like, yeah, no, I'll have some weed. Yeah, like I'll be hard. I'm cool. And she had like three puffs. I thought she was going to have one. No, I had like three giant puffs of the dab pen. Oh, yeah, okay, correct. And by the time we got home, <laughs> I was vomiting. Damn, I don't son. remember eating Hungry Jacks. I don't think I ate it. I think I kept the Whopper in the fridge yeah, and did. ate it the next morning cold on the bed. Oh, my God. Feeling really sorry for myself. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good time. It wasn't positive. It's no. alcohol. But, you know, But that was mostly alcohol. But the, the, <laughs> the weed did sort of... S- I was going to vomit from the alcohol anyway, but the certain, weed sent me on the spiral. There's a certain hazard or, like, risk involved with crossfading. Sometimes it just is going to end up mm. cold, hungry Jack Swapper in the fridge <laughs> yeah. next The next morning, morning. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and other times you'll have a good experience. Like, I've found my balance where... I, I've had a few drinks and I've had maybe one or two puffs from the oil vape, just small regular ones. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a couple of drinks more and maybe one or two again. And then I just feel stupid. Like <laughs> I've still got all my faculties the next morning because I haven't drank as much because I smoked, but I haven't smoked massively because I was drinking. So it's a good way to regulate. Yeah. Yourself. Like the next morning I didn't feel hungover. just during the night. I've just felt a little bit silly. I had no inhibitions because of the alcohol. It's good. You've been able to, but work I felt with it. so good because I had some weed. I think like, yeah, hmm. definitely when you're mixing, when you're mixing something like cannabis with alcohol, which are two very potent substances, drugs. Yes. Um, assuming the two drugs I'm so proud of that you're having, uh, a, a fucking puff and a drink of uh, are like really affecting and impacting you in a positive way. Mm. Um, it's great. It's fantastic. It's like an yeah. awesome time. It was so much but fun. There's so much like, I don't know, keeping safe and like making sure that you're mm. doing the right thing and like being responsible that's involved in doing that. Yeah. In a sense. So it's, 
it's a fun way to test how good you can be. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I am, as you're talking about this, I'm just spinning in my yeah, own world. Yeah, he's dying. He's having his second peak of that oil vape. It's yeah, happening now. it's happening. The one I told you about <laughs> earlier, it's happening now. It's a bigger ride. Yeah. Wee. Wee. He's become like a cartoon character. I'm so lucky. <laughs> She's so lucky. Mm. lucky you're lucky, with Amy. <laughs> oh, wow, that's true. Um, you went in a different direction. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, just to circle back, um, I think that... Uh, <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, thank you. It was a big, like, meta uh, oh, yeah, circling it's back. Call, it's a literal callback. It's a literal callback, yeah. Um, so, I think it's important to learn what kind of strains you're into, learn about PGRs and learn your intakes. So... I've actually started for myself being a little weenie baby in this industry, but I've... How's that going for you? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I haven't officially started, but by the time this comes out, maybe I have, but... She will. Ms. Canna Beach. Ms. Canna Beach. My my Instagram handle. um, I'm just going to be sort of just posting about like my new interests because I feel like I can't post on my personal page where I do have all my family and friends and cousins and aunties and uncles, like everyone who's on Instagram, you know? I try not to advertise it there either. Yeah, right? So I don't want to do that. So I was like, I'll just get another handle off my own page and just Mm. sort that out. Um, Yeah, so MSZ Canna Beach with two E's. Because mm. I'm a big beach. Find a um, you, is it like a bee? Are you gonna have like bees on your merch? And I might have bees. Like beach. there oh. is another there is another podcast I love listening to, which is wait, am I allowed to advertise other podcasts yeah, on here? Of course. No, but it's Jonathan Van Ness's Getting Curious. I love that. And he had a podcast that was How Do We Be Less Rude to Bees? I I'm love like, that. How do we be less rude to bees? Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> I need Especially to Especially the native ones. The natives are such cuties. Yeah, exactly. Like we would have nothing if we didn't have bees. Even yeah. pollination of the plant that we love so much. Can it so be true? We need some bees. We need pollinators. That's right. Mm. I mean, you know, the thing about bees is that they're kind of like secondary pollinators for cannabis. They usually go for the sweetest stuff. Or like the stuff that's a bit more... Yeah, because it goes through on the wind mostly. Hey, like it's just loose. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. the thing is, there are other other species and I guess pollen itself can transfer yeah. through. Mm. With cannabis, it, because it produces quite a lot of pollen. Yeah, yeah. The wind just goes... There's like stories of like old growers um, who are growing in national parks or like, you know, some public land or somewhere even private, but like, you know, out in the fucking whoop-whoop where um, they've gotten pissed off because their plants have fucking seeded up. Yeah. And it means someone in the fucking area let a male live. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, oh, fucking You didn't call it. Oh, Males you... are trash. It's true. <sighs> yeah. Gotta kill all men. Mm. Gotta kill them all. <laughs> Da-na-na. Anyway. Um, <laughs> there was something I was going to tell you. So with the Canna Beach thing... We've kind of been talking about maybe revamping a little bit of Fab's uh, cannabis confessionals and Miss Canna Beach could uh, run them and uh, curate them. Facilitate that. Maybe do a bit of a gossip column. This is a safe space. Tell me. We know all your secrets. That's some weird <laughs> shit. Yeah, like some children of the shit. corn. Hell exactly. Yeah. Why well, you always got to make it about cults? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Georgia. It's not even funny at really? this point. <laughs> just concerning exactly. especially because i had a mate over the other day and she was like do you want to st-? she was like gee do you want to start a cult and i'm like 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> you know what you, you put out there actually does become Oh, reality. 100%. You manifest that shit. <laughs> Man, I've been trying to manifest this cult since grade 10. Yeah, well. Dude, it's already happened. What, what is fab again? What did you just say? Brands oh. are cults. Oh, yeah. Did you not just did I, you not I just did say, say that, that a while back, yeah. It's been like an over an hour. It's kind of a cult. But um, I, I did want to have that talk, though. I don't know if we do it in this one or what. But uh, what is a stoner? <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking we do that on a second episode. But maybe we make <laughs> it just a short 15-minute episode. Okay, that's a good idea. I think, yeah, you might need someone. You might need a few, like, testimonials from different people. That'd be good as a video. Yeah. Different definitions. Of I was going to talk to you guys about something. I did think of it and then it's gone. But it was something that I was like, this is probably relevant for this podcast. Mm. Something uh, to do with smoking. That's all right. I think we wrap it up because it has gone over like an hour and a bit, like hour 10. Yeah, I know. All right. It's just because uh, alcohol and I'm like, I'm ready. To, I'm still got like, let's okay, keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Try and remember it. And then next episode, we'll start it off. The okay. next episode. Georgia, Georgia meant this. You know, yeah. when that section where she was like, I, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> she remembered oh, it. No, you can I make an Instagram it. post about it. Boom. Yeah. I actually, on the whole remembering thing, I have had one of my girlfriends who, you know she she's smoked weed before but she's had issues with um anxiety and mental health and everything before so she's a bit nervous about going back into cannabis yeah smoking smoking weed or anything and um I've already forgotten. Oh, no. she w- That's it. That's exactly it. Remembering. She was, yeah. She was asking about, hey, how have you found that your memory is going while you've been smoking weed more? Like, how do you think, has it affected you? And I'm like, oh, well, I don't think it's it's affected me that much because I really don't think it has. Um, it's more that I won't remember things that aren't important. I will still remember things happening if they're significant and if they affect affect myself or somebody but little things like when you and I ordered sushi and you were like yeah we've had this before remember we did the swap of this that and the other and I was like no what are you talking about I don't remember that and you're like no we absolutely did do that remember you swapped you don't eat fish so I had more of the tuna and then there was more chicken so you had that but we did kind of a swap with the avocado and I was like Nah, I'm pretty sure that wasn't me. Hey, like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I'm definitely of the belief that there's some things that just don't, um, they don't, like, no. register. Maybe if you, like, really meditated on it, you could find that memory. Mm. But it's, like, just not consciously available to you because it you were stoned like as fuck. the third time around that we ordered it. Yeah. That when I was eating it, I was going... Oh, yeah, I do remember that, actually. Yeah, I remember we had this conversation and I remember in that conversation, I was like, no, I don't remember that. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear that. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it Trippy. Yeah, it's affected me as far as stereotypes of what stoners are. It's forgetful. It's only affected me in a slight amount where I don't rem- remember things that aren't important. Hmm. Yeah. Like splitting sushi with my partner. You know what I mean? Like, that's not very important. No, I hear that. I remembered. It's, Im- it's important. <laughs> as long as one of you did, because yeah. then if 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 there was no one to remember whether the sushi was split, did it really ever happen? Exactly. Yeah. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around to hear it, 
does it still make a noise? <laughs> hey, Georgia, Thanks, what does Georgia. one hand sound like clapping? Oh, wow, that, that sounds beautiful. That doesn't sound ASMR. Good. Like this? No, that's not good either. I think we really need to wrap this up. We're at 46 minutes on the second one. Oh, Ew. fuck, man. You've condemned me to a life of I'm so sorry. Editing. You're going to have to listen to There's my a voice lot a lot. <laughs> I'm all very right. scattered, right. so I'm all over the place all as right. well. So. We've had a fun time here. I hope <laughs> Corona treats you well, <laughs> as in it doesn't. I feel like I've only just scratched the surface on that because we were going to halt, go we down a whole psychedelic pathway and all, like we were going to make a whole two. thing of it. Listen, I might just have to be back. We're just going to wrap it up here. I'm just inviting myself back onto your podcast. Thank you for having me so much. Thank Thanks for coming so for G. Bye. Bye. Miss Canna Beach on Instagram. Bye.